Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N Guitars.com I know what you're thinking. You're tuning into Cannabis Legalization News, and where's everybody else? Well, I'll tell you. Miggy decided to go camping and then told us five minutes ago, and Lauren, um, she's been hurt. So please give her a lot of thumbs up and, and leave Lauren some well wishes in the comments below. And also, don't forget to click subscribe and hit the bell because this is Cannabis Legalization News. I was from the front lines of Cannabis Legalization News on Friday and also yesterday. We had our first consumption lounge that opened in the Peoria, Illinois area. It was called High Harbor. It was really, really fun. Went there, smoked some joints, uh, hung out with the craft growers that, uh, well, there's some great geneticists that are peddling seeds. And I really gave them some kudos and said, good on you for that's still, in my opinion, not legal. Uh, but if, if something that's not legal isn't being enforced, welcome to the cannabis industry. So um, interestingly enough, at the uh, event, there was armed security, but it did not belong to the people holding the event because you always want to have a third party security contractor have the guns. There's some real problems when you have both the guns and the cannabis together. So let's go to our top story of the day. I need to pull it up. Biden's vaccine mandate is expected to apply to the marijuana industry, not to everybody, just to the people that have more than 100 employees. And a lot of people don't like this Biden mandate because I'm fairly certain that a third of America has oppositional defiant disorder. No matter what you tell them to do, no matter how much facts you show them, no matter if you prove it mathematically with charts, graphs, and Jesus Christ himself comes down from heaven and says, yes, that's the answer. They still will say, fuck it, I'm not doing it. I'm going to go take horse to warmer or uh, uh, we don't know all these studies, but uh, that works both ways. It also works against the cannabis industry. Uh, one of the things we like to do here is try to be as reasonable and honest and fact based as possible. That is difficult because we are living in a world that does not comprise facts. Most people, they just are kind of here and they're doing whatever they think is going to make them look cool or that is fun. And that's one of the reasons why we don't have nice stuff and cannabis is still mostly illegal. But President Joe Biden on Thursday announced that the proposed rules will be implemented by the Department of Labor's Occupational Safety Health Administration, better known as OSHA, uh, via an upcoming emergency order. So a 
I'm going to skip that one. Um, MJ Biz estimates that the industry employs equivalents of 340,000 to 415,000 full-time workers, but the mandate only applies to businesses with more than 100 employees. Whew. My uh, my law firm and consulting company collateral base will not have to be complying with the mandate. Uh, I have not required anybody to get vaccinated, but um, I did because I didn't want to have to worry about getting the coronavirus or passing it on to somebody or wearing a mask. Turns out that you still have to wear a mask quite often, especially on trains. It's frustrating. You know how difficult it is to do a show by yourself when you can't even like take a drink. I'll wait until the uh, the four twenty bumper somewhere because it is after uh, six minutes after. For example, the Family Medical Leave Act applies to employees with at least fifty employees with a seventy five mile radius. So it's possible that OSHA two could come out with a site or geographic requirement. Court rulings and then four types of examples. That's all right. I'm going to go to the next one. But well, no. I should rant and be like, you are justified in your anger at the uh, the vaccine mandate. That's not fair for me to do. That's like me literally using your pre-existing prejudice and whipping it up into flames to exploit you. I'm not going to do that. Um, I get pissed off when I see people doing it. I like to point out that they're gaslighting or Alex Jonesing somebody or my pillowing somebody. But, um, you know, it happens a lot. And if you don't like being told what to do, great. Smash them likes. Click subscribe. Uh, but if you also like looking at facts and data and then saying, oh, we should have done this. Can you imagine if I tried to run a business based off just gut feelings and my own personal prejudices? It would suck. No, you use data and then you go, oh, people prefer this. This has a better uh, conversion method. And that's what you you should be doing. But uh, people don't like to be told what to do in America. It's really frustrating. Uh, but that's kind of where we come from. And uh, the they're still doing it. So uh, get your vaccines. If you don't like that, I'm sorry. You can still get them. Uh, it, it would really help. You know, it's it's not that polio was cured by people saying, I'm going to take horse dewormer. Polio was cured by a vaccine. Same with smallpox. Same with the coronavirus if people would just freaking get the shot. But they can't. They can't because, um, because freedom in America. And did you know that I am justified in completely ignoring all the science and doing whatever the heck I want, whenever I want, fuck everybody else. Welcome to America. We have a specific state for that. It's called Texas. You can move there. Uh, it's, it's really fun. You know, it's, it's great having like no infrastructure rules or anything. And woohoo. But um, OSHA, that's a thing. And, and they are requiring people, uh, I'm sorry, employers with over 100 employees to mandate their vaccines. California bill on smokable hemp, CBD foods and cannabis use in hospitals has headed to the governor's desk, according to Marijuana Moment. The California advocates support a pair of victories in the state legislature this week. Lawmakers sent a bill to the governor's desk and set up regulatory framework for hemp derived CBD sales. It also removes the ban on smokable hemp products, which makes sense. I really also if uh, the anti-vaxxers are one thing that I don't like, the thing that I really, really don't like. Uh, hemp bands, hemp flower bands. That is the, that just makes me go like, why? Like what? Huh? And then so uh, whenever a state bans hemp flower, and they often do, 
uh, you always have to sue for that. And and that's been successful uh, before. And hopefully it'll be successful again. Or they'll just actually do these types of legislative updates. So State Senator Ben Hueso has been fighting for his measure to allow medical cannabis, uh, cannabis in medical facilities for terminally ill patients. And he recently sent a letter to the U.S. Department of Health Securities seeking clarification on the policy change that could jeopardize federal funding for those facilities. They can't give marijuana, medical marijuana, to uh, patients in hospitals because that would jeopardize federal dollars because the federal government has still not legalized marijuana for obvious reasons because, you know, people suck. Uh, However, can we then give CBD hemp to these medical patients to not jeopardize the funding that all these hospitals require. Also for another American failing, uh, we do not have universal health care. Maybe you're watching this in 2029. If you have universal health care, congratulations. You can actually go to the doctor as opposed to ignoring it and just like rubbing some dirt on it. Uh, okay, so uh, Miggy has joined us from his camping trip. Miggy, how uh, Miggy reporting from camping? Uh, how is camping going? Wet. Well, we're on our way back, but uh, uh, it was very. Uh, after a couple, can, I, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you're coming in just fine. Yeah, you know, I don't have to read the news by myself anymore or like rant. And I'm trying to say it like not political, but just, just hating on anti-vaxxers. <laughs> well. I mean, yeah, well, there's a, I mean, come on, where's the last case of polio that you heard of? Oh, no, I, I did this rant, but welcome yeah. to the news, Cannabis Legalization <laughs> News, uh, cor- the chief correspondent, Miggy, reporting from camping. Uh, so was, was were there any small fires related to cannabis at the camp out? Lots of small fires. And then I went live yesterday from a cannabis event that I'm going to be putting a, a blogging about here soon. Uh, but uh, again, you know, my biggest thing about the cannabis event and the reason why I broadcast it, because, you know, like you, we went to Hemp Fest, and I tell you, cannabis events are much to do about nothing. You know, like you, you know, alcohol events have how many incidences or report, you know, problems that happen. But, you know, the worst thing that happened to me at any cannabis event is just trying to stay awake through the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's exactly. And I can I can confirm that because I was at a cannabis event this weekend. We had our first one in Peoria. Now, alcohol is served at cannabis events because of all the prejudice towards it and the concept of like mixing these two substances. And and therefore, we smoked some joints and hung out and drank water and then left and went to the bars to have dinner. And I actually drank less. I noticed that uh, and I only had like a couple of beers. Uh, and, and so it would be fantastic if there were consumption lounges as opposed to one. Uh, and then this is the only one that I know for like 90 miles. I have no idea where the next consumption lounge is. I think it's uh, there's a client of mine near Rockford, which is about uh, two and a half hours north of a drive. Or then there's one near St. Louis. It's about two and a half hours south. There should be more. You know, and that's the thing. Like all uses medicinal use, right? You, you, Where's your consumption lounge, bro? You're in Seattle. Yeah, mine's in my house. That's that's not a consumption lounge. You can't go out and socialize and smoke a joint and talk about all these things and all these problems we're trying to fix. You know, well, I, I told you, I think the it, it's about the infrastructure, how we, we went about the regulation infrastructure. Like we first had pure capitalism, pure uh, 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 a fair market or per se, you know, like everybody had a chance if 
you can plant a seed and you can grow it. There was a chance for you to do it. But then here's the thing about regulations. When you uh, give certain bodies powers like police, like the, the cops, like Washington State Patrol or the uh, sheriff's department or the government or Joe Biden mandating the, the vaccines. I mean, I understand that people hate being told what to do. I hate being told what to do. It's one of the reasons yeah. why I own my own company. But, you know, the, the vaccine argument is different than the regulation for cannabis, though, because the vaccine argument is, well, actually, you know, what? they could be both because the legalization of cannabis is for the betterment of society in a whole. Yeah, that's the same pre- promise they made when they banned it. They said we have to be able to protect these degenerate races like Victor Lakata from going crazy and murdering all these people because he smoked a joint. And that's the other weird thing that you, you missed uh, before we came in. Uh, so you know how you really can't give uh, medical cannabis to cancer patients or like the patients that are uh, going to a place like a hospital that takes a lot of federal dollars. Oh, yeah. Well, completely illegal. Like there is no medical marijuana. So they're trying to, to fix this law in California. So you could allow CBD cannabis only. So like if it's industrial, if it's stamped industrial hemp, but it's high quality medicine, like a very, very good CBD cultivar, which uh, our growers want to run and in, in, uh, the craft grow. And so like Jason wants to go with like real high quality CBD. And I'm like, let's do it. But at the same time, I don't know how it's going to sell. Well, that's it right there is the CBD market's a hard one when it comes to like Charlotte's Web. And when you're talking about CBD in a recreational market is hard because most people don't understand that that CBD, the entourage effect is very important. So you are getting the best medicine with a recreational CBD grown plant opposed to just a, a hemp based produced only for CBD. And that's what's extracted from it. Right. Like um, the um, recreational department the the market per se when people go to that store they're they're trying to get the highest THC that's most most of the yeah. consumers walk in the store going hey man yeah, and that's one of the things we could do is like let's go over all these terrible memes about the THC potency but yeah you know, that kind of stuff let's hit the next news story uh, Mickey gets to do hey uh, we'll, we'll be able to hit a news story I think before we get to another one it's a uh, story out of Michigan garbage trucks crashes into a building in Sterling Heights and reveals a marijuana growing operation so in Sterling yeah, that Heights, one is- Michigan uh, go ahead Mickey. Oh, I was just saying I saw that one on Instagram and I, and I showed you guys the, that footage of the actual like the they showed the uh, the footage of the actual truck and what what happened and what what a bizarre sequence of events to reveal uh, 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 yeah I mean, just like they were all working together just to expose, hey, by the way, there's an illegal grow right behind here. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yep. And, and, and why? Is it- like there's that's one of the, the, the downsides of open regulation like a, a Michigan where, you know, I wonder why that garbage truck crashed into the building and maybe he knew it was there. You know, <laughs> just- uh, but then. Because there are so many grows in Michigan, you know, Indiana is very thankful for that. But uh, it, it, you piss the wrong guy off, suddenly a garbage can, go, a garbage, uh, garbage car, garbage, <laughs> garbage truck goes through your car, your grow, and you're like, ah, crap, I am not going to be able to exp- uh, explain this one. Do you uh, think? Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, like, do you think there are that many illegal grows out there? Like, because, you know, the focus of like, Again, regulation of a legal market, and then everybody talks about getting rid of the traditional market, you know. And I mean, are there that many big outdoor illegal grows or indoor illegal grows out there in these 
like, because Michigan's got a pretty good model, right? To, to try and get rid of the traditional market. Well, uh, it's almost too good. People like, um, you have to be regulated, but a lot of people aren't. It's just right. like the vaccines. It's just like the vaccine. People do not like being told what to do in America. So it's like, don't do this. Fuck you. Well, Watch. and then the other you're right, though. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's an object authority. Yeah. yeah. People, people hate authority. Yeah. Stand right up to authority and they say, no way. But, <laughs> but uh, I don't get it. I don't get why. Well, but at the same time, remember, yesterday was 9-11. And then like 20 years, we're all jerking each other off going, oh, oh, America, we're greatest. We're the best in the world. We're so good, we can win where everybody else has failed. A protracted land war in Afghanistan. We, we got the biggest prison system next to China. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, if you're going to look at it from a, a fair, what is right? I mean, we, again, prohibition, any prohibition is going to be the, the biggest domino to, 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 for social equality. You know, I'm looking at you, Kentucky and Tennessee. That'd I be, think it would be helpful. Kentucky and Tennessee, actually the entire South, get on board. Come on, man. Well, it'll be this Batman. You know, it's like, uh, we live in a, uh, it's funny when we talk about politics, it's like a minority dominant politics right and people say minority rule but you know we all think black brown people at that time when you say that but it actually is just the lesser of a party right so like we actually have the hillbillies that are running the show because they know how to do that uh uh, what's the mcconnell that the legislative process the parliamentary procedure parliamentary right so like you know kentucky tennessee it just seems to me these people want to enable prohibition because it lets them violate other people's rights by smell right it gives you one extra tool in your belt to fuck with people and that's just wrong yeah it is it is because like we have this concept of freedom in america we shouldn't then like put the same concept of but i'm gonna fuck with you you know in in the rules and the enforcement it's like hey freedom oh speaking of 420 somewhere everybody There you go. Hey, did you hear what the Yale researchers found this time? Oh, what we got? Yale researchers have discovered the healing effects of psychedelic drugs, according to the Yale News. Is this from 1960? No, this was from a paper published in the journal Neuron on August 18th. Researchers at Yale, you know, that safety school of yours, uh, the (laughs) Yale School of Medicine, presented evidence that a new stirring this drug to mice resulted in approximately a 10% increase in neuron size and density in the frontal cortex of the brain. And what was that substance? LSD? No, mushrooms. Mushrooms, psilocybin's active ingredient, actually, in mushrooms. So Yale researchers found that a single dose of the naturally occurring psychedelic compound psilocybin can cause structural changes in the brain that counteract the symptoms of depression. So if you're feeling kind of blue, you might just need to take a tolerance break and have a mushroom weekend. Isn't it kind of funny how now this we're catching up to thousand-year-old medicine? No, no, it's hilarious. And it's also tragic. But, um, hey, this stuff works. Fuck them. Take all their shit. Tell them that this other stuff that we made in the lab works. Get a patent on it. I'm going to go to Reno. Well, you know, it's funny. It's like when people finally to, to, to learn that it's a helping tool, 
they get in those circles where people like refer to themselves as shaman and stuff like that, which, oh, yeah, you know, they start to get weirded out. And like, you're like, no, this guy's just a cult leader. He's probably a freak. And then uh, by the time you realize that you're in like to the Mormons, $450,000 and you might as well go because Greg and the gang's pretty cool. And I'll say hey. temple do the, do Mormons go to temple. If you are a Mormon watching, you're the only one, but please let us know if Mormons go to temple in the comments. Mormons aren't allowed to smoke weed though, but if you are good on you. I mean, it's just what it is. I tell you what, but that is really cool that one dose of psilocybin can create an approximately 10% increase in the neuron size and density in the frontal cortex of the brain, which may help offset symptoms of depression because everybody's frontal cortex has been uh, uh, underdeveloped uh, for the past, I don't know. When did TV start bothering us? 1945, somewhere in there. Soon right, as the well, bomb went off, since the bomb in 45, we've been bothered. Too much technology. Well, I think, well, and then also like our, um, not just the technology, but the marketing being used. Uh, do you, did you ever hear a long oh, time ago yeah, in New market. Zealand? Yeah, when uh, New Zealand first got Friends, you know, Friends was already a canceled show by the time it got to them. But at that point, there was a lot of depression and anxiety built up because they viewed friends as like the ideology for like, you know, what a woman should look like and a man should look like and, and, and you know, expectations. And it's like, that's all bullshit. <laughs> you well, know? They also aren't doing enough psilocybin. But anyway, these psilocybin and other classic drugs have long been recognized for therapeutic drugs to treat disorders like depression and PTSD. And the, the doctor said she was inspired by Dr. Ronald Duman, who studied ketamine's effect on neuron density. However, they chose psilocybin because it is so well studied clinically. There was a large phase two clinical trial investigating the effects of psilocybin on major depressive disorders. When reached for comment, the pharmaceutical industry said, eek, my pants. <laughs> yeah. But, do you, you know, it's, it's just like, again, psychedelics, cannabis, you know, these were... Uh, um, plant medicine is proven to help people you know and we're just like now getting real like i think even with like dr sue sissy when she's doing her uh, studies about ptsd mm -hmm. and essentially all the time we're constantly trying to rewire our brains you know whether you're trying to learn a new skill you know uh or a new thing that day i don't know but you know uh the plant-based stuff helps it helps us restructure our thinking and, and how we're doing Mm -hmm. What up, Utah? I love oh, when yeah. somebody is in Utah from that's watching, and I'm like, you're the only one. You're just you <laughs> watching in Utah. I just want you to know that. Tell your friends, two people. We've just doubled our audience in Utah. <laughs> Do you think that with, with Utah? Um, I mean, I think eventually with the uh, their recreation, their 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 uh, medicinal. I think there's going to be a lot of things happening where they start realizing states become medicinal and then they realize reefer madness is what it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, no, because they are going to go to the Supreme Court next year about abortion. Uh, we are talking about mm. prejudice. We're talking about somebody's beliefs. We aren't talking about facts. And right. as a result of that, that won't change. And it is because it won't change. It's going to be the same as it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it's just way more accepted now. And so hopefully in like 20 or 30 more years, that stigma is still there, but it's just, yeah. I mean, like we hopefully, man, what year was it that white people stopped using the N word word, like just openly and lasciviously just like, because they could just say it <laughs> and get away with it. All right. But, so that we want to have that event, but for weed, you know, <laughs> right. uh, that would be great. Yeah. 
Well, right. I mean, if, dude, you know, if this wasn't a cannabis channel, and again, we don't do, we don't promote anything illegal. We don't promote anything toxic to people. Yeah. We're, we're, we're trying to leave this place a better place than we were. But yet, everything we do gets flagged. Everything we do is automatically wrong, even if we're not consuming or whatever. This right. is just, uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, YouTube takes. And so if you guys are a young YouTuber that's out there with a smaller channel and we don't have that many subscribers, you know, get on you, uh, keep doing it, but you're going to get flagged. And so it's going to be more difficult for you to grow and and you're going to get creative about uh, how you avoid those types of things. But you're trying to, you know, there's so many great YouTube channels about weed out there. Oh, yeah. Just tons of them. And I find more of them every day. And it's fantastic. Like if I want to find out like, oh, crap, is this overwatering symptoms? I go to YouTube, overwatering symptoms. Like somebody Fs up on a run and films it and shares that. And then people learn. It's great. Exactly. Uh, they're, they're trying to stop that. And then every one of these YouTubers, they always, and we don't do this yet. We should. Just like uh, we used to have that little cash register ding. Well, we might go want to go back to something like that. But uh, 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 it would be a disclaimer. <laughs> like the same freaking thing South Park does. So like before it starts, it's just, we have a disclaimer. And so we're going to talk to Dusty and Indy and be like, Dusty, we need a disclaimer that we can do before the bumper starts. Or maybe that's just our overlay. So like our overlay will be that disclaimer. We'll get an overlay. Lauren, can, like she's she's in traction, but I think she can help us with an overlay. I got an idea. How about, it'd be like a, a, a bubble, you know, when you hear a bong ripping, like the bubbling, and then you hear the, and then you end up coughing, and you say, <laughs> we're only for 18 and over <laughs> and promoting <laughs> legal <laughs> advice <laughs> and legal oh, policies. I, uh, I can hear people abandoning just right now. I, I yeah. can just hear people turning that off. So the last thing anybody wants to hear when they turn on a YouTube channel is like, <laughs> sorry, I wasn't ready for that one. And then the guy <laughs> keeps going. But I, I love doing YouTubes where I do that because then I'm like, I know I'm answering somebody's question. I might as well humanize it a little bit. It's yeah. clearly not the the evening news. Hey, do you uh, hear that news that's coming out of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel from this week? What's that? Uh, if you are missing your UPS delivery of marijuana, oh, Geneva police are holding it for you. They want you to know that. If you did not receive your package of a large quantity of marijuana, you are in luck. The town of Geneva Police Department is holding it for you. Uh, the police department on Wednesday posted a photo of three bags packed with marijuana that were found inside an undelivered UPS package in an effort very much tongue-in-cheek, to find its rightful owner. Now, this is a wonderful time in the show to tell us and everybody else what you already know, especially if you watched that uh, video that I did about, and I should, I should be like, don't mail weed. That will be a video. If I did don't mail weed as a video, it would immediately be flagged. I would have to say, can you put uh, cannabis in the United States post office or postal service? Or like, how can, is it legal to mail cannabis? Maybe yeah. that title won't get flat. Uh, and so that's, that's something I should do because that'll get us some subs. That definitely get a lot of things, man. I mean, everybody's curious, you know, it's like, is, that is cannabis legal? question federally like i don't know where people get that impression sometimes that less people are getting arrested or getting messed with like it's still an issue right <laughs> you know but that's but, that's another one is cannabis legal i bet that would get some views because people yeah. gotta be like wait what you know you say i mean cannabis isn't legal anymore it's just like that one south park where kanye uh it was like back when him and kim kardashian started dating and it was the one where he was the gay fish 
Yeah. And he didn't understand that Kim Kardashian was a hobbit. And so he kept calling her and saying, like, how are you not a hobbit? You know, <laughs> yeah. that's good shit, man. Yeah. But yeah but it, you uh, do not put weed and UPS. You put weed in the United States Postal Service because then you have a Fourth Amendment protection. Exactly. That's right. And so the town of Geneva police are hoping to find the rightful owner, wink, wink, uh, of this parcel that was returned to UPS this week. The post reads, before offering a phone number and the name of the officer you should call to believe the package was destined for you. You're telling me that this package doesn't have an address on it? Right, right. Hey, uh, I got to take off early. I'm sorry to, to, to cut it out, but I got a family sitting in the car on the side. I was like, Thank hey, you. I got to pull over. And, and do at least uh, 20 minutes with Tom and, and, and the people. Uh, I just, uh, you know, everything was spontaneous. And it's been the longest day ever. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to okay. add some more content to the blog yeah. and uh, uh, make more content later for everybody. Uh, I think the members-only channel, I tried to add two videos yesterday. So if you're a member, check out uh, the two. I did it live uh, at a, an event yesterday. So. I'm trying to do those members only, only or the the, the events only, and the members only because yeah. uh, you know safety first. Not only that, like YouTube still flagged that. So if I would have gone live uh, from the the weed place yesterday, I, I'll guarantee you YouTube would have flagged it. So like if we do a, like a live thing from Hemp Fest and people are shown on camera smoking, yeah. Uh, but thanks for joining us, Miggy. We're gonna play some name that strain, uh, and you drive safe. All right, brother. Later, man. Oh, cool. It's that one episode where my head's some weed. This might get us flagged. Now, if anything gets us flagged, it may be this. But they, for whatever reason, their algorithm, I don't think, has picked up on the actual cannabis nug itself. I'm not saying that that Google and, and YouTube should have their algorithms get better. They This is for 18 plus only, of course. But uh, there is the strain. If you want to go ahead and name it, it has, it's not necessarily a, a, a name. I mean, it's out, of, it's out of California. And so if you're in California's market, you may be able to uh, get it easier. And it was a Crockett Farms uh, uh, cultivar that we're looking at. But let's uh, go back to some good news. Marijuana arrests are down uh, by a little bit in Virginia. In fact, they're down 90% in Richmond, Virginia, since the uh, Virginia's legalization bill uh, that was passed earlier this year became effective on July 1st. So marijuana arrests are down by 90%. During the first seven weeks of the law, only 25 marijuana-related arrests were made in Richmond and the counties of Chesterfield, Hanover, and Henrico. That compares to 257 arrests during the same period in 2020. And it's amazing, a 90% reduction in arrests in a city in Virginia, simply because the laws have been updated to no longer criminal and prioritize the arrest. And then that's, think of all the processing time that has been saved. Now, that's just the procedural due process. Then we can talk about your substantive due process rights of not having your life and your liberty and your property taken from you unreasonably. So they don't get arrested. They don't have a court date. They aren't convicted of shit. They don't have to go on parole. They don't have to violate their parole. They don't have to go back. They're out of that whole game of gotcha that is the criminal justice system. 90% reduction. 
That's fantastic. A few people who may not yet be familiar with the nuances of the law are being charged with possession or distribution in the drugs that do not fall within the statutes, albeit somewhat confusing conditions. You see, that's how it is sometimes. After you've legalized cannabis, you still haven't. You still haven't legalized the possession of a lot of cannabis in bulk. Despite like no none of the G-men coming to like kick the door of my house down to see how many handles of vodka I have in my closet... They can do that for uh, kicking down your doors and seeing how many plants you have in your basement. Uh, That is the type of parity that we're looking for. And, of course, you can't be making um, moonshine in your basement and then selling it. They have rules and regulations. But if you want to become a distiller, there's a path for you to do it. So the the grower, for example, that one guy was uh, growing over the limits. Uh, So he has two felonies that he still faces. This is one of the not 90 percent, but he has five pounds of marijuana and growing between 50 and 100 marijuana plants. Uh, And the largest number of arrests, 10, were for marijuana users in the ages of 18 and 20 who were charged with simple possession. The new law allows adults 21 and over to have an ounce of recreational use, but it cannot be consumed or shared in public. So maybe they just had uh, their pockets a little too fat uh, roll with a half o because seriously in today's age if you need it more than that you've you're going on a trip that's much longer than a night out i i don't know though some people can, can get rid of it not like they say hey you well actually they do they do you're not allowed to drink and drive so the Chesterfield police chief is named Jeffrey Katz, and he have a quote from him saying, in terms of our enforcement, we have not had to shy away from enforcing any laws that are on the books. We believe that arrests or prosecutions are advantageous for public safety. So that's kind of the philosophy that we operate under. I'm not out there actively looking for marijuana or arrests, but if we see violations of the law and we feel it appropriate, we will make the charge. This, again, may explain the disproportionate uh, impact that the uh, minorities have seen in the enforcement of the drug laws. That is called prosecutorial discretion for example picture a sheriff okay now what color was he in your head right um very often the enforcement is is selective and so who are we going to lean on in this and are you going to throw the book at that person you know there's a lot that's left up to this human caprice and and, uh, man i mean it just how do you get that out of the system i don't think you can unless you have like really weird ai that won't happen until after the mushrooms and the cannabis are both federally legalized. So uh, more news out of Virginia. Qualified patients can line up at a marijuana dispensary. Whole flower cannabis is now available in Virginia. Starting on Friday, September 10th, those with qualifying medical conditions can now purchase whole flower cannabis in Virginia. Two cannabis operators are in the state are leading the charge, G Leaf Medical of Richmond and Columbia Care based in Portsmouth. And they have been collecting, uh, collaborating, preparing for this earlier in the year. Uh, Earlier this year, the state allowed the state lawmakers passed legalization to allow smoked marijuana that sales and that law took effect on september 1st prior to this dispensary has been selling products manufactured from the oil of the plant the virginia board of pharmacy reviewed the first whole flower cannabis batch at columbia care and g leaf medicals and the companies received full approval within the last 48 hours uh that's a wonderful thing when uh, these two cannabis companies are able to ship their harvest and actually ship their harvest 
as opposed of harvesting and then having to process it into something that is more medical than the actual plant itself. You know, it's it's something else. It, it really is. But Raymond Herman, uh, Raymond Hernandez is the Columbia Care Virginia pharmacist in charge of the market director. Uh, according to Hernandez, this form of cannabis was in high demand and patients have been requesting it for years. Of course they were. A lot of the products they do by extracting the oil of the plant, yes, they're highly effective, but you can lose those minor connections cannabinoids and terpenes, and that can be lost in extraction. It's one of the reasons why the ice water hash is such a nice method of extracting because you can get a lot more of the whole plant. The legal limit is four ounces of botanical cannabis per month per patient, and that makes it much more easy for you to understand what the adequate supply numbers are. Now, if you are a state that has regulations for medical marijuana, an adequate supply count very often is how much cannabis can a person have. So under the law, there are patients, and then there is the allowable amount for each patient. So it becomes a simple equation. And then you can say that's our benchmark for adequate supply and prioritizing the patients. So if for every patient, there's (laughs) four ounces per month, that's a lot of cannabis uh, for the average person. The average person may only go through an eighth uh, every week or an eighth every month. Maybe an eighth lasts them four months. There's all sorts of uh, people and their their limits that they have. So in international news, let's hit a bumper. I've been on the air too long. Italy is set to decriminalize cannabis cultivation for personal use. Italy is going to decriminalize the growing of cannabis plants at home for personal use. The measure was adopted by the country's lower house's justice committee, and it approves cultivation of up to four cannabis plants. Backers of the law say it's necessary to allow people to grow cannabis for therapeutic and medical uses. Italian newspaper Correa de Sera reported that the move was opposed by center-right politicians, showing that... Uh, Uh, um, resistance to cannabis legalization is an international conservative issue. If you are center-right, you are more likely than not to be anti-legalization of cannabis. I don't care if you're in Italy or Oklahoma. In 2019, Italy's Supreme Court ruled that growing small quantities of cannabis at home for private usage was legal. Good on you, uh, Italy's Supreme Court. I like what you're doing there. The farming and selling of marijuana was barred under legalization dating back to the 1990s, but contradictory court decisions said that, (laughs) but contradictory court decisions since then have generated uncertainty about the law. The court declared the crime of growing narcotics uh, and drugs should exclude small amounts grown domestically for the exclusive use of the grower. That is substantially different than what happened in our Supreme Court's interpretation of the Rage case, where they said you cannot impact interstate commerce and therefore uh, have that cannabis because Congress has regulated this and even a single seed and a single plant grown specifically for a single patient all in state impacts interstate commerce. But Judge Thomas also did say that uh, the current incantation of our cannabis laws in America are more episodic than coherent and uh, maybe Next year, they won't just be hearing something on the abortion issue. They'll also be hearing something on the cannabis issue. It's raked 
two if we can find that patient. Uh, I, I don't know where that patient is. There's probably a million of them. Now we have to go get the complaint from the Rach case, dust it off, rename the plaintiffs in the jurisdiction, and I guess file it? And there's there we are. We are done with the, the legalization news of the day. Oh, my gosh. How long have I had this weed thing on my head? Has this been going on the whole time? I've just been reading off a script. Anyway, thank you so much for um, uh, tuning in to this. The name that strain must still not be here. And I've already clicked out of my notes. So I'm going to say it was something. And let me go get the notes. Uh, the name that strain, I think it was a fruity name. Definitely a fruity name. It's not the garbage truck one. Forbidden fruit. That is the name of the strain. It's forbidden fruit. According to Weed Maps, this is a descendant of the um, tangy and cherry pie. Forbidden fruit is a strain that is both named after sweets and is sweet in its original flavor. The origins of this indica-leaning strain are difficult to pin down, but from the forbidden fruit was reported, but the original forbidden fruit was reported as bred by a Santa Clara, California-based breeder from chameleon extracts. In this particular story, the breeder is said to have crossed a tangy from the Crockett family farms with cherry pie pollinated from breeder Jigga, the creator of famous strains such as GSC, formerly Girl Scout Cookies, before it was sued by the um, Girl Scouts, and also the Gelato strain. Thanks so much for hanging out with us and tuning in to another wonderful episode of Cannabis Legalization News. Uh, we hope that you guys are having a wonderful Sunday. Smash them likes, click the subscribe button and the bell so that you guys can get noticed whenever we go live. And a big shout out to all the members. we got a lot of cool stuff that we're going to be launching this fall uh, on CannabisIndustryLawyer.com and Knowledge.CannabisIndustryLawyer to help my clients in the cannabis industries. And so until Wednesday, we'll see you soon.